Ladies, gentlemen, Thermians, and fellow Questarians, welcome to the only podcast celebrating the 1999 epic space adventure comedy, Galaxy Quest. I'm Austin. I'm RJ. And I'm Alex. And we're three grown-ass mages talking about Galaxy Quest. You're listening to By Grabthar's Hammer. What a podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing this year's Oscar nominees as well as the Oscars of 1999, that is the year the Galaxy Quest was released, and welcoming a special guest. Here we go. Never give (laughs) up. Never Never surrender. By Grabthar's Hammer. What a podcast. And Welcome back. back. And we're and back. back. Thank you for tuning into this very special Galaxy Side, side quest, quest. In which we will be talking a little bit about Galaxy it's Quest, but also Oscar season. Focusing on Oscar. the Oscar nominees to coincide with the release <laughs> of the of Oscars. Oscars. So we're for all you listeners release who, of the nominations. Who haven't figured it out by now, we not only love Galaxy Quest, but we just love movies in general. So this episode we were very excited because it is Oscar season. We've seen a lot of the Oscar films. We're gonna talk about the Oscar films. We're gonna talk about the nineteen ninety-nine films that became Oscar films. The year Galaxy Quest came out. The year Galaxy Quest came out. And to help us do it all, we have a very, very special guest. It's a little quick backstory. I was out in San Francisco a year ago and stayed with a friend of ours, and we met at karaoke, I yeah. believe. You actually spilled my beer. I did, actually. Yeah. Wow. Classic, I did spill Classic beer, meat yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, meat cute. Classic cute meat. <laughs> yeah, meat cute. Anyways, at some point we started talking about movies, and we and we figured out that we're both movie buffs. So when I knew that... You were coming to town. I was like, well, you got to get on our podcast because more than anything, we just like talking about movies. And that's why we're having on the Oscar special. Oscar. Because we get to talk about the Oscars. Yeah, but we're also a little bit looser than we normally are tonight, too. We've yeah, been able to been allow ourselves great. some it's, tequila and some, <laughs> some Oscar fuel. Tell us about what you do out in San Francisco. Because the other, the other fun tidbit that I discovered after meeting you is that you're an incredible artist. Incredible, incredible artist. Aww, Wait, you're an artist? I didn't know that. Artist, uh, incredible enough that I literally came back and I showed your artwork around. No. Been, every person that we run into on the streets, Austin's like, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to believe this friend that I've got <laughs> in San Francisco. I can't back up that he's done that to me, but I might have forgotten about oh, it. Oh, yeah. so flattered. Uh, so please introduce yourself for our listeners. And tell us where people could can find. You have like a website, I, I do. <laughs> it's my do first have, and last do name. Have, do you have like a computer? Oh <laughs> yeah, email. My name is Mariel Bayona or Mariel Bayona. You can choose whatever. Well, I can really only pronounce. You one can find me. Choice is so, simple. So choice is simple. Your Pass. choice. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> You see a window, you gotta take it. I'm so sorry. Sorry, yeah. We started over, and we're back. You can find me on Instagram. It's my first and last name, Mario Bayona. You're gonna have to spell that out. (laughs) Don't worry, we'll mistype it later on all our social media. A bunch of Y's and K's and a couple dashes. And I'm saying the English version, guys. I'm not even saying. No, it's not your fault. We're just so bad spellers. <laughs> it's M-A-R-I-E-L, B as in boy, A-Y-O-N-A. 
Perfect. All together. And my website is mariobayona.com. I'm an artist. I draw. I do large scale drawings. Yeah. I was actually thinking of doing a drawing and just mailing it to you guys oh. with based on Grabthar's Hammer, but. You just, then you just didn't? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah, we were thinking about doing another episode for a few weeks, and then we just didn't. There's a lot of things I've thought about doing. I thought about going to law school. I didn't. Yeah, we are very curious. What is your first experience uh, with Galaxy Quest? Do you remember? Did you see you remember I, theaters? I saw it in the yeah. theaters. I honestly saw it because of Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver, because I'm a huge Alien fan. Good reasons. As yeah. Tim Allen is. Yeah, did you know that Tim Allen's a huge alien? I did not know that, no. Yeah. That was my also my introduction of Alan Rickman, not in Robin Hood with Kevin Costner movie. Ooh, yes. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Though. My favorite part of the movie might be the process of Alan Rickman's char- character, how his... Um, of his makeup and costume just as the movie progresses, it starts falling off his face. But as this happens, he's sort of going into like getting to know himself and actually uh, finding himself while this whole thing, like disaster in his makeup and costume just starts to tear down. Shedding his, he's his, shedding his... But he's finding himself. His, it's like yeah, the exactly. shell his, is His costume down. shedding, but You have the picked inner, up on yeah, I know. symbolism <laughs> yeah, I know. that we've never picked up I don't even think they wrote it <laughs> yeah. with that intention. They're like, no. shit, that's good. It's yeah. like a metaphorical so shedding of the He is not... He's shedding his costume alien skin yeah. while becoming his truest self. And yeah. he's sweating too. I mean, yeah. I always got to be a hot latex yeah. helmet. It got me. Like it got me hat. anxious with the itch. Yeah, he might have felt in the scalp. What other What other insights of Galaxy Quest do you feel you can contribute to this podcast? So at this point, we're just looking for any insights yeah, in this anyone, film. If anyone can contribute something new for us to Galaxy Quest, I have we lots just to talk it's about. A, a plus. I mean, I think this was probably the second film that I've seen Sigourney Weaver in a more straight-out, feminine, sexy type. Well, another fun fact is that you you like Tim Allen. Oh, I'm I not saying Tim that Allen. we love Tim Allen, but... I, I heard think you, you I heard used, a comment... Yeah, you use the word cool. You think Tim Allen's cool. And I heard a comment that everything related to Tim Allen is, is not, not cool. cool you know, which we, I disagree. Well, I think we said it on the podcast on accident. That, that Tim Allen cool. is not I cool. I think that line got thrown in there at some point. That During one might have slid through the cracks <laughs> in the editing process because we're still yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, Tim yeah, Allen yeah. on this episode. And then I think I, he's what cool. I think you might have heard was the first half of a, a phrase, but then you didn't hear the second half. Like it got cut off in the mic <laughs> recording program. So what uh, was this, what was, this was it? In? Well, he said he wasn't cool. Yeah, because he's ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> he's the coolest. <laughs> yeah. He's, do you have a come favorite, on Buzz Lightyear favorite? Or, yeah, yeah, favorite Tim Allen role. That's my favorite Tim Allen. Buzz, Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear. yeah, yeah that's definitely. That's the least you, amount you see of him on screen. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Look>, none. <laughs> Another um, huge reason why we wanted, we're very excited to have you on the podcast, is that you are a film fellow film buff. That's how I learned how to speak English. Actually, I grew up in Mexico. I grew up in northern Mexico. My parents were really into film, and we just started watching movies. Since I was a kid, never, I mean, rated R movies. And uh, I think we had over 300 VHS 
collection yeah. at home. Nice. Saw the collection. Our uncle had a collection to rival Blockbuster of yeah. taped stuff off HBO, but he would record them at the longest play setting on a tape, so it was yeah. the worst quality, but he'd but get, you like, get like no. four movies yeah, on there. Three movies but you on couldn't, you, the irony being, you, you couldn't, couldn't go, actually watch yeah, you them. You couldn't even watch them. by a spot, and you could walk away with one tape cassette that has like Jurassic Park, T2, and Demolition Man all in one cassette. Look like shit. Now we, have, <laughs> now we have the internet and laptops, and we can have hundreds of movies. It's <laughs> true. We were really into, speaking of 1999 movies, we were really into The Sixth Sense Ooh. back well, in the day. We're going to talk uh, about that here in a bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah are we now? Yeah, we'll bring that back. <laughs> yeah. well, it's going to be full circle when we get there. I'll remember to say full circle. Guys, it's Oscar season. How jacked are you right now? Oscars are coming up real hot. Real hot. I am very excited. A lot of a lot of this other was a good year. shows. One of my favorite times of year because then it gives me an excuse to watch a lot of the a bunch more, of movies. A lot of movies and a lot of the more slower, serious movies that sometimes I choose not to see in theaters. Uh, so and then you cram them all together. Do we want to talk? So we're gonna loop this in. Not only are we gonna talk Oscars of the current twenty seventeen variety. Variety. But also of the 2000, which is movies that came out in 1999, like Galaxy Quest. Well, the year 1999 was highly regarded as a very influential year for movies. And I Big year. I only know mm-hmm. that because I just came across a bunch of articles talking about how important 1999 was <laughs> I know movies. that because the internet demands it be so. Entertainment Weekly, in the year 1999, posted an article, 1999, the year that changed movies, and it goes on to include in the column a whole bunch of um, very influential movies from up-and-coming directors at the time who have gone on to be big like yeah. things. Like Dean Parasot. Like yeah. Dean Parasot of yeah. Galaxy Quest. Uh, Esquire magazine has an article titled 1999, The Last Great Year in Movies. Well, when the last this, one, When did this huh? article come out? That was uh, from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> that was just from uh, two years ago, Esquire yeah. put that out. Galaxy Quest is not on their list, is it? I, I think actually it is included in both Arlington. of these articles. Yeah, they casually mention it in there as just being one one highlight and another. Well, it's you know, one thing because we've been looking at you know we knew we were going to be doing this as a segment here tonight on the podcast. So we've been looking at the nominees from that from 1999. There's a, a crazy amount of really good films that are still regarded as really good films, but then there's the ones that aren't even listed, like Galaxy Quest, like Galaxy Quest, like Office Space. They oh. go. In, there's a huge list of uh, Fight Club. Fight Club. Fight Club. Oh, Fight Club. Of uh, other movies that aren't even in the nominations categories that were just crushed in 1999. Alex, what else did your studies find? Well, I was going to read alphabetically from A to Z every movie that came out in 1999. That was <laughs> my next big idea for the podcast. Of movies. I think we'll skip right to the Oscars of 1999, see what was celebrated, and then talk a little bit about this year's Oscars. Maybe somehow tie that in a galaxy quest. <laughs> so for Best Picture, you got yourself American Beauty, Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, The Insider. The Sixth Sense and Galaxy Quest. Sixth Sense, full circle. <laughs> yep, we're back to Sixth Sense. So, of those films, which is which uh, do you hear the most about still in 2017? Sixth Sense is a big pop culture reference. I would say it is, and you're seeing it brought up again right now because M Night's latest movie Split is out, and people are comparing it to. It's almost a throwback to his first work, which I don't necessarily. See. Which we had the pleasure of seeing Split, and I don't know if I would go that American far. American Beauty was the winner. American Beauty. Which, it's a good movie. Yeah, which it is a great film, and I, I feel like it still holds, you know, powerful. Movie. It's a yeah. People still talk about it in, in cinema terms. That was the first movie I felt grossed out by Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it was a little creepo in that one, yeah. a little pervy. 
<laughs> the yeah. little pervy cat. Little creepo perp. I American <laughs> Beauty would not perv. be the first choice that I would put on right now if I had to put a movie on. I think I'd go with Six uh, Sense. Best director, Sam Mendez for American Beauty won. I'm sorry, we're working backwards. I gave the winner first. <laughs> he did. Sam, Sam Mendez, Mendez, American but Beauty winner. Spike Jones for being John Malkovich, another movie we didn't talk about. Right, that came movie. out that year. Mm-hmm. Michael Mann did The Insider, M. Night Shalomalamanam for The Sixth Sense, and Lyle's Hellstrom Cider House Rules. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I funny looking that. at a list of you know directors. Night, keep in mind, 1999 was a long time ago now. Mm. Those directors, almost all of those on that list, still make films that are very relevant. Mm-hmm. They're all still extremely relevant directors. Sam Mendes went on from American Beauty to big blockbuster James Bond James films. Bond, yeah. Yeah, what I really like about Spike Jones and M. Night is they're really into symbolism and meaning, especially M. Night in terms of color and the sixth sense red. Yeah, I lots mean, of red. And being John Malkovich, I mean, it's just full of analogies and yeah, double movie. meanings and yeah. stuff. So I was kind There's of... Layers. Layers. <laughs> Very layer. Yeah, so I'm kind of happy that two symbolism people were nominated as best, best director. That's kind of cool. For the best actor category, I would like to challenge you to somehow connect each one of these person's names to a cast member in Galaxy Quest. Done. Okay, oh, start. Awesome. Okay. In the best actor category was Kevin Spacey for American Beauty. All right, so Kevin Spacey. I got one. Kevin... Yeah. Spacey starred with Samuel L. Jackson in The Negotiator. Samuel L. Jackson was in Die Hard with a Vengeance 3 with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Okay. Bruce Willis was Die, die Hard 4. Die, die, die Hard, die hard with Justin Long. Nice. Oh, I thought you were going Alan Rickman in Die Hard. but that Or Alan too. Rick or double. Oh, Wayne just doubles. Double space. There might be a way that every Die Hard film could connect the Galaxy Quest. Or, yeah, yeah, because I mean, you got Bruce Willis in there, so I mean, Bruce Willis would be your all right. Who's next? Die Hard. Russell Crowe from The Insider. Russell Crowe, Gladiator, Walking Phoenix. Yeah, Walking Phoenix. Oh wait, never mind. I was gonna say Walking Phoenix was in Signs in Night Shyamalan. I forgot, forgot what we were doing. That's not a... I forgot what our end result was supposed to be. I just assumed it was back to M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, yep, never mind. <laughs> Take it back. Yep, I'm out. <laughs> yep, I'm out. John uh, blank. Russell Crowe was in Nice Guys with Ryan Gosling, who was in La La Land with Emma Stone, who was in Zombieland with Bill Murray, who was in Ghostbusters with Sigourney Reaver. Whoa. That's That's kind of cool. That's a good one. I like that a lot. That's a good one. We'll that take was a really it. Good one. Richard Farnsworth. <laughs> Everyone knows Richard Farnsworth. Richard Farnsworth from a strange story. I don't know who this guy is. I'm sorry, but let me look him up. We'll come back to Richard. Sean Penn from The Sweet and Lowdown was nominated for Best Actor. Okay, got it. Sean Penn was in Fast Time at Ridgemont High. Look this up. Nicolas Cage cameos as a chef. True. In the, the fast food restaurant, a cook. Nicolas Cage was in <laughs> Matchstick Men. <laughs> With, with Sam, Sam Rockwell, Rockwell. Of Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. I was going to say Sean Penn is in I, I Am Sam with Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning is in uh, with Tom Cruise in... War the Worlds. War the Worlds. And then Tom Cruise is... And I'm lost in Tom Cruise, but I had a connection. Oh, that's good. Ooh, no, I'm following Tom, Tom Cruise. Who, wait, who did we start with again? Sean Penn? Sean, <laughs> Sean Penn. Penn. But now we've made it to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. He's got Tom it. Tom Cruise is in Top Gun with Val Kilmer, who's in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with, with Robert Downey Jr. Jr. 
who's really good friends with Shane, who's an Iron Man 3 that Shane Black directed. Shane Black directed The Nice Guys with Russell Crowe, <laughs> <laughs> who was in it with Ryan Gosling, who was in La La Land with Emma Stone, to Bill Murray, to uh, <laughs> Sam. Shane Black was in Predator was with Arnold Predator. Schwarzenegger. We got to Arnold. <laughs> we got to Arnold. Where did we start? Where, we already finished though. On I think our last. I think our last one should be was Nick Denzel Washington. Denzel. Denzel Washington, Matching star Denzel of the Hurricane in 1999. Yeah. Denzel Washington was in Virtuosity with Russell Crowe. And then what was a Russell Crowe connection? Nice guys <laughs> to Ryan Gosling to Emma Stone to Bill Murray to Sigourney Weaver. Down there Damn. it is. Okay. Bam. So Denzel. Great question, Alex. That took up 20 minutes of our All time. All right, now let's do the best actress Best category. actress. Here we go. Woo. Hillary Swank for Boys Don't Cry. Best actress. And Hillary Swank is most well-known for her, her comedies. <laughs> yeah. Was in P.S. I Love You with, with Gerard Butler. Who, incidentally, I had pulled up a moment ago on Wikipedia. Really? Come to find out, Gerard Butler, at the age of 25, went to study law and had trouble showing up to class because of his hard partying antics. Sure. Sounds like a Gerard Butler thing, yeah. Said that he wanted to be famous and eventually just started acting. And then and he, then, and it worked. Then he so so you can famous. just do that. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Hey, I quit. I think I'm just going to act. I don't know. Hillary if Swank Gerard started with Butler Clint was Eastwood. In Watchmen with in Ghost Motel. <laughs> Ghost Motel. <laughs> Motel Baby. <laughs> Motel baby. Million dollar hotel. Million dollar baby. Million dollar baby with the punches. Million dollar baby. Million dollar baby. With Clint Eastwood and Hillary Swank. Good luck in. And Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Kevin Costner. Robin Hood. Kevin Costner and Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Robin Hood. Annette Benning, American Beauty. Annette Benning was the president's wife with Kevin Klein in American President. Kevin Klein. No, Mar- no, 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 no. You're all over the place. <laughs> You're thinking of Dave, first of all. <laughs> You're thinking of the movie Dave, Dave, which we reference so much and do not watch. So you're the, thinking of Dave. But you're thinking of Michael Douglas. Michael American Douglas president. was in America and an, an American president. Yeah. Was Annette Benning in either of those Annette movies? Annette Benning was Annette the female Benning. lead of an American president. Yeah, not okay. Dave. Not so Dave. Dave was, I don't remember who Dave's wife was. Sigourney Weaver. Was it Sigourney Weaver? Is in Dave? No way. This, this <laughs> no. didn't work at all. Wait, you're thinking about no. Dave. <laughs> so who are you trying Here to connect? Was, here's right was going to be my connection. Annette was, Benning Annette is Benning in... played Kevin Klein's wife. Kevin Klein was cast. No. Kevin Klein was, was almost in the cast running for to be in Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yeah. So you were going to connect it to someone not in yeah, the movie. A half, a half connection. A thought. A missed a connection, if you will. Uh, well, we don't have to keep going <laughs> no, with this idea. It's tough because. Here's another one. Janet Janet McTeer nominated for Tumbleweeds, a this fine actress, hard. but I I couldn't I don't think I could make that connection. That's a tough one. But that was 1999's <laughs> Oscars. Let's take a look at the year 2017, celebrating all of 2016's best movies. Marielle, have you seen any of the uh, big Oscar nominations for this year? Can you I've name seen most the, of them. Can you name the nominations without us pulling up the list? I'll give you yeah. a hint. There's nine okay. of them for this year. There's nine of them. Oh, I, that's and then awesome. name them and then say if you've seen it. Lion, I haven't seen. Manchester by the Sea, I have seen. Hell or High Water, one of my favorite films this year. Really good. Moonlight, I haven't seen. La La Land, which I did see. I'm missing, I'm missing one. 
Oh. Oh, that's five. You're missing four. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Arrival. Oh, fences. Arrival. Fences. fences. Hidden figures. Hidden figures. And oh, the beaver. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking good. Yeah, we yeah. want. I do want to watch the beaver though. We recently oh, put on uh, Jodie Foster's film The Beaver, starring Mel Gibson, and we're pleasantly surprised by how much we enjoyed it. What was the last movie? We're missing one though. Here are your nominees that we'll be discussing. Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight, Lion, La La Land, Arrival, oh, Fences, Hacksaw, Hacksaw Ridge, Ridge. Hell or High movie. Water, and Hidden Figures. Now, none of us have seen Hacksaw Ridge. You no, saw it? it was really interesting, either. yeah. A lot of Mel Gibson in it. Well, that's why I yeah. said The Beaver. Hardcore yeah, Mel Gibson. He, uh, Andrew Garfield did a good role in that, so I'm kind of not surprised that he's nominated but i did like him more in silence, silence. Yeah. definitely yeah. for, for a, a performance category performance? definitely yeah. should have been for silence i thought I hidden agree. figures was a f- the feel-good movie of the summer mm. if over if you La like La historical nonfiction, mm-hmm. it made you feel better than la la land no i love la la land but like hidden figures was a movie movie you know, mm. like I hear you, you go see like when we saw a theory of everything, you're like, oh, that just hit every fucking movie formula ever. I'm crying because they did it perfectly. Not a lot of love for the Galaxy Quest cast in this year's <laughs> Oscar nominees. No, None of the actors are really not. sticking out. Yeah, Tim Allen's not nominated no. again. Uh, no. no. Alan Rickman would have been the... Um, Closest to a nominee, maybe for Eye in the Sky. Oh, Eye in the Sky. Eye in the Sky is oh, fantastic. Yeah. We didn't see it. It's supposed to be fantastic. We'll, yeah. We'll, it's on I our list. We'll movie. be watching that for the podcast. So, uh, looking at the selection, just you know, based off of what we have seen, just real quick, what's everyone's pick for best film? I think La La Land's going to clean up. It's a good, really good movie, but I don't think it's groundbreaking. Okay. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I think Hell or High Water is probably the best movie I've seen so far that's on their list. Yeah. Okay. I have not seen Fences or Moonlight or Hexar Ridge or Manchester or most of them. Alex? To me, without a doubt, Hell or High Water was the best movie I saw this year and the one that I've come back to multiple times. I believe La La Land probably will win, and deservedly so, because that would be my one of my second favorite films of the year. It's very fun. Moonlight was also great. Have not seen a Hacksaw Ridge. As much as I liked Arrival, I'm still really kind of like uh, wrestling with whether or not I really thought it was a masterpiece like some of the other movies might I really be liked Arrival, but I didn't think it was Oscar-worthy. Arrival yeah. really rests on the, the last few minutes. Making the whole thing kind of work and having that emotional work, Whereas you can watch Hell or High Water all the way through over and over, yeah. and it's still good. That's oh, always tricky good. with... with not twist endings necessarily, but res- an M Night Shyamalan kind of uh, thing. a climax movie. It, it was, it was a big, con- it was a kind of big reveal mo- moment that makes the movie and exactly lose that on a repeat. View exactly, it. big enough that you on second viewing might not have the same impact. Where I watched Teller High Water again, and it was just like I had never seen. It, it. was richer it was the, the second time I watched yeah, it. it was very visceral. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Very uh, visceral. It's such a freaking beautiful movie too. Beautiful the movie. shots are amazing. I think the. They have really good frames. Um, for me, honestly, I really, really enjoyed Manchester by the Sea. I was laughing throughout the whole movie for some mm-hmm. reason. It has this some sort of people irony. handle grief differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually also just watched uh, it last week, and I grew. I actually giggled way more than I thought. I was there was be. a good, good. Dark I wasn't humor. expecting a giggle actually. I was just expecting the whole depressing movie throughout the yeah. whole thing. I was really impressed, but impressed, but not not surprised by Casey Affleck. Hacksaw yeah. Ridge. I really don't care. Um, a lot of Mel Gibson in it. And I'm it honestly surprised like, it's on there. A lot of epic, like Braveheart, kind of shots, like explosions and stuff. 
haven't seen fences nor lion. Sounds like we have some work to we do. We do have some yeah. work to do. Usually we're a little more caught up by now. On yeah, well, viewing most of these. I'm, yeah, I usually make it a point to watch them all. I think I'm only two down. Uh, my vote, though, definitely hands down is Moonlight. For me, I thought really? should win. Only it's one of those because it's a weird one where I don't see myself watching that regularly. I definitely would watch it again. But it was the most impactful one on me. Uh, it covers a wide range of emotions, and I thought it be- told the best story that, mm-hmm. you know, you know, is relatable to people. That and then it is also relatable in a sense that will tell a story that you might not personally connect with or know the story. But and I just thought it was a beautiful film. Second, definitely be Hell or High Water. And as much as I love sci-fi, I wish Arrival was a little executed a little better. But I really enjoyed Arrival. La La Land's gonna win though. Oh, La La Land! Will I win. fucking loved La La Land. Oh, Don't great. get me wrong; there doesn't need to be a competition this year. I'm fine with that. I it's just... funny that we all said like Hell or High Water almost unanimously was the I think so. favorite film, which reminds me of last year Mad Max Fury Road. Anyone yeah, you talk that's to what like, I think oh, is going to happen. It's not going to get. Oh, it's much. not going to get it. But anyone with who saw Mad Max Fury Road in the the category of Best Picture was like, oh, that was the best picture of the yeah, year. Nothing else was like was. it. But it doesn't win any awards. Because they don't, that's not what this is for. <laughs> the Galaxy Quest wasn't on the last yeah. list, guys. <laughs> These nominations yes. aren't for us. No, yeah. they're not for us. Honestly, a performance in Hell of High Water was something that threw me out of the water. Yeah, Ben Foster is just... Oh, oh, he's a monster. He's he's consistently good, and he's a he's a great character actor because you he just you kind of forget it's him half the time, and then but he doesn't ever really get recognized for that stuff. All right, how are we gonna connect these guys to Galaxy? Oh, I don't know. Actors in a leading role. You got your Casey Affleck, Andrew Garfield, Ryan Gosling. Uh, the only I'm happy acting, for Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, the only acting nominee who's not in a Best Picture nomination was Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic. And Denzel Denzel Washington. Denzel's film. back. Uh, actress in a leading role. I, I've slacked off in this role in this uh, category here. Isabel Hubert for Huppert, Hubert for Hubert. <laughs> L. That is supposed to be really good. Yeah, yeah. all these are Ruth Nega for Loving, Natalie Portman for Jackie, which is the one I oh, did yeah. want to see most this yeah, year. I did yeah, see. Meryl Streep, Florence Foster Jenkins, and then of course Emma Stone. In Meryl Streep, just because she put out a movie, so she gets on the list. That's still actually want to yeah. watch that movie. Can someone connect Natalie Portman to Galaxy Quest? Well, we had a Samuel Jackson one, yeah? Then uh, episode one, Phantom Menace. Oh. Ewan McGregor. Back to our... <laughs> I was going to go to oh, the to Sam Samuel Jackson, Jackson okay, route, but I forgot well, what that it was, was. That wasn't as fun as we were hoping. All right, now do the um, recent Isabel Hubert to Galaxy Quest. <laughs> she was she was in I Heart Huckabees with Jason Swarsman. Who was one of the Beatles in was one of the Beatles. Dewey Cox? Dewey Cox. Cox. Wow. Just, just a long. Done. Nice. That's a good one, actually. All right. Never Fast mind. We connection can do this. there. All right. Now Meryl, Meryl Streep. She was in with Bruce Willis in Death Becomes Her. Oh, yeah. And Bruce Willis and was in all the Die Hard. And all back to Die Hard again. Who starred, Bacon. who starred in Bruce Willis starred in a Kevin Bacon Smith movie, oh. Cop Out. Kevin Cop Out. Smith just directed Justin Long in Justin Tusk. Long. Tusk. Yeah. Uh, not nominated for best. No. What Tusk? Tusk. Not nominated. Not nominated oh, thank you. No. I was gonna do Meryl Streep again. River Wild with Kevin Bacon, and then Kevin Bacon Footloose. Kevin Bacon Ooh, Footloose. Footloose. Then Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh wait, is she in Footloose? Yeah. Whoa. She is. Yeah. Dang. Is yeah. She? I didn't know She's that. a girlfriend of the guy that can't dance. That teach him how to dance. That's Sarah Jessica Parker. Man, I haven't seen Footloose in years. 
there Off to Jessica to brush Parker, up. starred with Matthew McConaughey and Failure Oh, Line. yeah, Failure yeah. Matthew McConaughey was in Interstellar with Anne Hathaway, who starred in I'm following, keep Devil. going. But Where's that's Meryl Streep again. Prada, Prada with, with Meryl, Meryl Streep. Who starred with Bruce Willis. Jesse comes her. Bam. Wow. Knocked right. it out. Okay, so, but those are this year's. Now let's compare and contrast. 1999. 1999's best films with 2017's best films. See how films. they stack up. Which is going to withstand the test of time? What I think's funny comparing, though, just looking at Best Picture nominations, is that you can also look at genres and how each genre is still represented every mm-hmm. year. Sixth Sense, you got the sci-fi bit That's of That's like the arrival. arrival. We've got an arrival. Then you have the... Fences with the Green Mile. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like a more... What were the other ones? Yeah, what are you... Variety. <laughs> What's the 1991... Oh, yeah. Hidden Figures is like your Cider House Rules. It's a feel-good, like, yeah. empowerment movie. Insider, which is... Or maybe uh, that's lying, too. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. It's hard, too, because... Well, now they have nine rules have changed instead of, like, five. Looking at this, I'm a little surprised. Overall, I thought 2016 was not, for me personally, I didn't think it was a great year for movies. I wasn't excited about a whole lot. But there were at least three or four Best Picture nominees that knocked me on my butt. Yeah, that were incredible. A lot of good ones. It would be a really good race if there was only, like, five of them. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Now that they've bumped it up to nine... It loses some of the... Just so more people or? can say like yeah, Academy nom- Award yeah, nominee. Nom- yeah, I agree. They, it allows, they, yeah, it allows Mad Max Fury Road to be nominated. Yeah. I kind of liked it better for it to be a little bit more limiting. But you do get the wild cards now. You know, the Mad Maxes and... Like, I don't know that Hell or High Water would have made it. I don't think it would have been only, nominated. Only five. Or I, Rival. Or Rival. I would have yeah. liked to see a Ryan Reynolds Deadpool nomination this year. Believe it or not, I was actually surprised I didn't get it because they kind of promoted it hard was, enough uh, to get it that it I was a little surprised that there wasn't something I was kind of hoping for a ray of light yeah it would have been a fun mixer upper but I do kind of agree with you comparing 2016 when all the movies that came in in 1999 on oh, 99 was an epic year because yeah. yeah. a lot of those movies that weren't on the 99 Oscars are movies that changed movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. and movies that I still watch regularly. Like Galaxy Quest. <laughs> like Galaxy Quest. The movies that we talk about from 1999 were not any of these that were nominated. Not any of the best pictures. Cents. Yeah. yeah. We're not discussing... But we're also a bunch of sci-fi nerds. And like Office Space, I quote daily still. Every, every <laughs> yeah, every day. Yeah. It was a lot tougher. I mean, it's a lot tougher than I thought. To relate the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I kind of thought this episode yeah, was right itself. Welcome it to our world, Mariel. <laughs> Season two barely happened. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing I'm seeing, go back down to the nomination numbers. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace has three Oscar nominations. I did not want to know that. I could mm-hmm. go the rest of my life not knowing that, and I think those should be revoked. Gordon, uh, is that on the record? just literally just ranting. Best thing to come out of Star Wars Episode One. Let me tell you about Star Wars Episode One. Best thing to come out of that movie was the Nintendo 64 game Star Wars Episode One Racer, where you raced pod racers. Pod Pod racers is the best. That's a really good game. I would say, aside uh, overall, a better year for movies in 1999. The Oscar nominations themselves, however, I think better movies are nominated this year. So wait, say that one again. I'm five balling. I'm not. I'm listening. I think I said the exact opposite thing. Yeah, Yeah, you did. (laughs) So, but I'm I'm following. So in 1999, better movie films year overall. Yeah. 
But for the nominees, but the actual nominees for the Oscars this year are better than in 1999. Okay, who's hosting this oh. year? Jackie Chan is nominated for <laughs> Jackie Chan's hosting Jackie the Chan's fucking Oscars. Hosting the Oscars. Jackie Chan was hosting me? the Oscars. What's Jackie, Jackie Chan? Jackie Chan gets an Academy uh, Honorary Award. He'll be for what? Hong Kong martial artist, actor, director, producer, this year? and singer. At There's this just an honorary award. Singer? He's I'll, a singer. Yeah, I'll just get a, well, apparently he's a sing, sing singer. Uh, uh, television host Jimmy Kimmel is going to be oh, host. Jimmy. Uh, One of the Jimmys. Super excited about that. You know, I find that real interesting. Uh, the, the Jimmy you choose can tell a lot about you. What, over Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Choices? I guess that's the only two, right? James Corden. Yeah, he's a Jimmy. He's a Jimmy. Jim Halpert. Jim Kirk, Jim Henson. You name it, James. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Isn't there like a cartoon like Jimmy's? Like a, this, what's the smart kids name? Earthworm. Earthworm Jim. Jim. The Stewart. The Stewart. Jimmy Neutron. That's who I was thinking of. Thank you, big head smart kid. And then James Spader, and James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And James, who is actually Sawyer on Lost. Jim Carrey. Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Jim Smits. I'm going to go with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, oh, I'm what sorry. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> right, we're still lie. talking about how the many Jimmy. personality between name? the two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so which Jimmy? I think do the you... original question was how many Jims can you name? So which Jim? Which Jimmy do you most identify with? Out of all of out those, of those Jimmies. All the Jimmies are just those two Jimmies. I think out of all the Jimmies that we just named. You know, I think the the original question is just out of <laughs> two though. <laughs> There's only the two Jimmies. <laughs> yes, I think the reference. Not if you reference the tape where I named all of them. <laughs> you a Jimmy Kimmel or a Jimmy Fallon? Fallon, correct. Down. A lot of people like uh, Jimmy Kimmel, but I've never met one of them. <laughs> That's true. A lot of people apparently watch. He has a watch, very popular show that celebrities like to frequent. A lot of people apparently watch Big Bang Theory. You know, there are fans of different things out there that we live in our bubbles. <laughs> we live in our bubble. In my bubble. Big Bang Theory free. <laughs> uh, before we wrap, uh, one fun. Are we done? <laughs> before we wrap. So, our, our guest here, by the yes. way, has some fun information of her hometown uh, that I think you'll like to hear. One of our favorite beverages is, uh, what's your favorite cocktail? Margaritas. Margaritas. Correct. Yeah. So margaritas were invented in my hometown. Really? Yeah. And this little cantina called Kentucky, right in front of the border. It's called Kentucky? Yeah. Cantina. It was famous because all the Hollywood stars would used to cross the border just to have a margarita. That's a great bit That's of information. amazing. That's super cool. Which is also happens to be my mom's name, too. Margarita? margarita. Yeah. And also burritos were invented in my hometown. Your mom's I name is burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Your that's mother's name is Margarita Burrito. <laughs> Margarita Burrito. Because that's the best name I've ever heard. Do you, how, uh, do you know the history of this burrito? Like how the, the original burrito, like what where that would have came from? And I, I yeah. think <laughs> I, can visual, I can visualize and feel exactly what the first person to make a burrito thought and felt at that moment. And it's mostly grunting and pain. <laughs> Just wrap, just wrap it up. It'll eat all this shit together. I don't even care. I'm, I found some weird sour berry drink last night, and now your head hurts. Just wrap it up. I'll eat it. What's Back the, to your what, question. Now, where were you going to go with that? Were you asking if she knew where the burritos were invented? Wait, so what's your mom's middle name? 
Elsa. Elsa, not burrito. <laughs> not burrito. Cleared that up. Margarita, Elsa, Elsa. burrito. Uh, we're heavy supporters of the margarita cocktail. And your mother. I'm sure your mother <laughs> too. <laughs> love them both. You gotta love, love a good margarita. Yeah, I like both. burritos, too. <laughs> so we like your dad. <laughs> well, we did a little bit of talking about Galaxy Quest and a lot of talking about stuff that wasn't Galaxy Quest. Which is what we do best here at By Grabthar's Hammer, What a Podcast. Because in the end, it's really all about films. I mean, you know, what makes Galaxy Quest so good is that it's we just like movies and it's a fun play on TV and films. And, and it's uh, hard for us to stay focused, so we only pick one topic. <laughs> yeah. And you know what we always say here? I bet grab this armor. <laughs> What do we say here, Al? Never give yeah. up. <laughs> Never surrender. We want to give a big thanks for you coming on. This has been Aww. great. Flying out from San Francisco to be on the show. Hang on. Yeah, I yeah. flew thanks. all the way to San Francisco just to be here. Just for uh, <laughs> And Arjo, where can they find us? Yeah, Arjo, where, where are we at? We're on the freaking iTunes. Please rate and review rate us on and review iTunes. Us. Don't forget that name. By Grabthar's Hammer. What a podcast. And we're going to wrap things up like we always do. With and how is a, that? With a guest doing our Galaxy Quest. Quest. Hi, Oscar nominees. No love for Galaxy Quest. Better luck next year. Never give up. Never surrender. Oh!